Good evening and welcome to Quotes Today by Live Law. This is your host Urvashi Chahan bringing you the latest updates on the legal front. This is your go-to source for all things legal. Let us start. A bench comprising CGI Chandrachud, Justices J.B. Pardewala and Manoj Mishra today heard a writ petition filed under Article 32 seeking to reschedule the NEET Master in Dental Surgery course 2024 exam and to extend the cutoff for eligibility by revising the internship completion dates. Currently, the exam is set for 18th March with candidates required to complete their internships by 31st March in order to be eligible. The petitioners argued that the scheduling of the exam without considering the actual internship completion dates was arbitrary. They also cited a directive from the Telangana High Court in 2023 for a uniform cutoff date nationwide. However, the government's representative informed the court that the entrance exam initially disrupted by the COVID-19 pandemic is now rescheduled for March in order to return to a pre-pandemic schedule. The union government told the court that it is looking into the grievances of NEET MDS candidates, that it has sought information from the National Dental Commission on the number of students who would be affected by the current deadline. The Apex Court thus allowed the petitioners to submit their representations to the Ministry of Health and Family Welfare and allowed the union government to take a call on the issue within a week of receiving representations from the petitioners. The Bombay High Court today heard CBI's plea seeking to stall the release of Netflix docuseries titled Buried Truth, the Indrani Mukherjee story. The docuseries on Indrani Mukherjee, a prime accused in the Sheena Bora murder case, delves into the disappearance of 25-year-old Bora and is scheduled to premiere on the streaming platform Netflix on 23rd February. A bench headed by Justice Revati Moite Dere heard the plea today. Advocate Sriram Shirsat appearing for CBI submitted that it was never consulted before the release. He also informed the court that so far 89 witnesses had been examined and that the trial was progressing. On the other hand, senior advocate Ravi Kadab appearing for Netflix said that there already were books and podcasts on the matter and that everything in the docuseries had a backing from the information available in the public domain. The hearing in the matter will continue tomorrow. Stay tuned. Eminent jurist and senior advocate Falli S. Nariman has passed away. He was aged 95 years. A distinguished constitutional lawyer, Falli S. Nariman, has argued several landmark cases including the famous NJAC verdict. He also appeared in the important Supreme Court AOR Association case which led to the collegial system. The TMAPI case on the scope of minority rights under Article 30, etc. In June 1975, he resigned as additional Solicitor General of India to protest against the decision of the Indira Gandhi government to declare emergency. A fierce votary of civil liberties and secularism, Nariman was an important public voice whose critical opinions about judicial developments carried much weight. His autobiography, Before Memory Fades, is a widely read book, especially among law students and young lawyers, acting as a source of inspiration for them. The Calcutta High Court today heard a plea filed by Vishwa Hindu Parishad against a naming of a lioness at Siliguri's Safari Park as Sita. 
Let me tell you that VHP in its plea has stated that the act of naming a species of cat family after the name of Sita, the consort of Lord Ram, who is sacred deity to all Hindus across the world, amounts to blasphemy and is a direct assault on the religious beliefs of all Hindus. The matter was heard by a single bench of Justice Sugata Bhattacharya. The petitioners argued that they were praying for a direction that no animal shall be named after a deity. Upon hearing the plea, the bench referred to the lion at the feet of the goddess Durga and remarked that it may be named out of affection and that Hindus worship lions also during Durga Puja. The bench said that it depends on the mental orientation of the person. The bench further noted that the plea moved by VHP was in the nature of a public interest litigation and therefore had to be converted into a PIL and placed before the bench having determination over PILs. It was also submitted that there was a great amount of confusion regarding the naming of the lioness that had come as part of a pair from Tripura Zoo. The petitioners argued that the Tripura Zoo authorities had not named the lions and that a media report revealed that the state zoological department had named the lion Akbar and the lioness Sita and that the state was avoiding the responsibility for the same and would contend that the pair had not been named. Upon hearing these submissions, the court directed the state council to obtain instructions regarding whether or not the lions had been named. Today, the Punjab and Haryana High Court refused to grant an urgent hearing of a plea seeking directions to prevent farmers from moving ahead with modified vehicles, tractors and trolleys. The matter was mentioned before the bench comprising Acting Chief Justice G.S. Sandhavalia and Justice Lapita Banerjee, which objected to farmers travelling in tractors and trolleys for protest. However, no directions in this regard were given. Yesterday, the bench had orally asked the Punjab government to ensure that protesters are not gathered in large numbers. The court directed the centre to file the status report on the affidavit with latest development and what transpired in the meetings with farmers. The main matter of the farmers' protest is now posted on 29th February. In a wife and minor daughter's plea for maintenance, the Supreme Court has expressed surprise at state's conduct of siding with the husband. The case involves a mother and daughter who appeared for maintenance under Section 125 of the Criminal Procedure Court. The family court initially granted them 12,000 rupees per month. Both the mother-daughter duo and the husband appealed against this decision. The High Court, by way of first impugned order, reduced the maintenance by a sum of 2000 per month. While the second impugned order, it dismissed the revision application of the mother-daughter duo against the first order. So they appealed to the Supreme Court. In proceedings before it, the Supreme Court bench comprising Justices Abhay S. Oak and Ujjal Bhuya noted that the High Court passed a cryptic order without affording an opportunity of hearing to the appellants. It was further noted that the husband was not notified about the case and the appellant's appeal was dismissed because the lawyer representing the state of Uttar Pradesh strongly opposed it. Yet, the superintendent of police from Rampur submitted documents supporting the legality of the disputed orders. The court found it peculiar that the state sided with the husband in a maintenance case. The bench remarked, that the state's lawyer as an officer of the court should have helped the court reach a fair decision rather than supporting one party over the other. The Supreme Court has stated that it has no power of superintendence over the high courts. 
a bench comprising justices Dipankar Datta and Augustine George Masi made this observation while refusing to direct a high court to expeditiously decide a criminal appeal filed by the petitioner. The petitioner here filed a writ petition under Article 32 aggrieved by delay in the hearing of his criminal appeal in the High Court. The court noted that filing a writ petition under Article 32 was not appropriate to challenge the High Court's decision on scheduling of the case. Even if such a petition were permissible, the most the top court could do would be to request the High Court. Thus, while dismissing the appeal, the top court observed that unlike Article 227 of the Constitution, which grants high courts the power of superintendence over all courts within their jurisdiction, there isn't a similar provision in Chapter 4 of Part 5 of the Constitution, which pertains to the Union Judiciary granting the Supreme Court the same power over high courts. This means that while high courts have the authority to oversee lower courts within their territory, the Supreme Court does not possess a corresponding authority over the high courts. The Supreme Court has held that the delay that occurred in preferring an appeal against acquittal can be condoned under Section 5 of the Limitation Act. The background here is that the appellant accused was acquitted by the trial court for the offence under the Customs Act of 1962. Against his acquittal, the Directorate of Revenue Intelligence filed an appeal under Section 378 of CRPC before the High Court accompanied by an application of condonation of delay since the appeal was belated by 72 days. The delay condonation application was allowed by the Delhi High Court. The appellant accused then filed a recall application before the High Court seeking recall of its order allowing the delay condonation application. However, the recall application was dismissed. Against this dismissal, the appellant appealed before the Supreme Court. Concurring with the decision of the High Court, the Supreme Court bench comprising Justices Sudhanshu Dholia and P.B. Varale has observed that if there is a delay in filing an appeal against the acquittal of the accused, then the delay can be condoned under the Limitation Act. In a case concerning housing allotment in Chandigarh, the Supreme Court has clarified that a person belonging to a scheduled tribe in one state cannot automatically claim the same status in another state or union territory where the tribe is not officially recognized. In the present case, Chandigarh Housing Board had called for applications for allotment of houses exclusively for SCs and STs. An ST member from Rajasthan who had been residing in Chandigarh for 20 years despite his application was not granted a house. He challenged this decision in the civil court which ruled in his favour. The housing board's appeal against the civil court was rejected by the high court prompting the matter to be brought before the Supreme Court. A bench of justices B.B. Nagratna and Augustine George Massey heard the matter and emphasized that for a community to be considered an ST, there must be a public notification by the president as mandated by Article 342 of the Indian Constitution. Since no ST community in Chandigarh had been officially recognized by the president, respondents' claim could not be upheld. The court referred to the previous landmark judgments which affirmed that migration to a state without specific rights does not violate the right to equality. The court concluded that the advertisement for housing allotment in Chandigarh was issued erroneously because no reservation for scheduled tribes could have been made without strict compliance with Article 342. 
And lastly, the Madras High Court has allowed a lawyer to go on a hunger strike demanding to make Tamil an official language of the High Court. The court thus allowed the lawyer to conduct the indefinite fasting. Justice Anand Venkatesh observed that the lawyer had only intended to express himself strongly and there was nothing illegal in the objective. At the same time, the court asked the petitioner to give an undertaking that he would not initiate violence while organizing the meetings in connection with the indefinite strike and to cooperate with the police to ensure law and order. The court also asked him to provide details of other members who would be joining the indefinite fasting. Let me also tell you, when the case was previously taken up, Justice G. Jayachandran had expressed strong views against lawyers going on fast. The judge had remarked that there was no point in going on strike and what was needed was to make efforts to translate law books and judgments into Tamil. Thank you for watching. If you wish to know more details about the cases I mentioned here, you can visit our website at www.livelaw.in. Stay ahead with quick legal updates only on Live Law. Do not forget to like, share and subscribe and support us. You can also support us by donating through the thanks button at the bottom of our videos or consider becoming a member at just 89 rupees per month.